Welcome to the Sense of Soul podcast. We are your hosts, Shannon and Mandy. Grab your coffee, open your mind, heart, and soul. It's time to awaken. Today we'll be talking about meditation. Whoop, whoop. Meditation <laughs> means to engage in contemplation or reflection or to engage in mental exercise such as concentration on one's breathing or repetition of a mantra for the purpose of reaching a heightened level of spiritual awareness. Meditation is not an act of doing. It is a state of awareness. Mm. Yeah, what does meditation mean to you, though, Mandy? Meditation to me means not punching someone in the face. (laughs) It means um, helping my PMS get under control. It means not going code red. It means hair not falling out. It means all kinds of things. I mean, the reason I say those things is because meditation to me has brought me a lot of health. And it has also helped me to calm my moods and to be more stable. Meditation to me means that my life won't be as stressful. It means better sleep. It means having a stronger relationship with my God. It means connecting with myself and my pain to help me find meaning and truth. It means closing my eyes to see what's important. It means feeling my body when I'm present and it helps me to be in the moment. Meditation means disconnecting from my ego. It means feeling gratitude. It means better health. It means being more aware. To me, it means being more patient with my children. It means finding empathy and compassion. It means connecting to my guides and loved ones who've passed away. It means honoring the universe and it means self-love. Oh, wow. That is awesome. (laughs) Meditation's important. It's so important. It's so important. So I'd say for me, it awakened me. Oh, yeah. Prior to meditation, I think that I was asleep. I love it. I feel like meditation is the door that opens my soul. And when I come home to my soul, I am able to connect with my source. Mm Mm-hmm. I meditate usually about twice a day, sometimes five minutes, and sometimes I get 30 minutes if I'm lucky. At night, I get to meditate a little longer, and often I do fall asleep to meditation music or mantras. I often journal after my morning meditation, and sometimes I have a flood of information, so much that I can't stop myself from writing. I have to force myself, and I mean, otherwise I literally would be writing all day. Mm-hmm. Many times the things that I'm writing doesn't even apply to my current situation or life. But I'd say nine out of ten times, I then later will randomly speak to someone that it does apply to them. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's so cool. definitely meditation has increased my intuition, mm-hmm. has increased the synchronicities that I see on a daily. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that you mentioned the part about Connecting to information or to a message, because that's happened. It really has, it opened me up to visions and to messages for people too. Right. Meditation is a part of every spiritual tradition all over the world. It has no religion or belief. It was first mentioned in the early Hindu writings from around 1500 B.C., And even in Christian religion, it's written, Be still and know that I am God. The difference between prayer and meditation is simple. 
prayer is speaking to God and meditation is listening to God. Wow, I love that. What led me to meditation was my health insurance was offering a study for people who had anxiety. And they offered this to me. And I was super excited because I was kind of stressed out at the time. And I thought that it would be helpful. So I'm I was laughing. I'm, Just so our <laughs> listeners know I'm laughing because she said kind of stressed out. Yeah. <laughs> so you would do these nighttime meditations and then you would journal. And then you would do this over a period of time. And it supposedly was going to help you. Mm-hmm. So the lady calls me to set me up. And after we go over a few questions, this lady tells me that she apologized that I could not, I could not be in the study because I was too stressed out for their study. (laughs) I had too high of anxiety. I feel like that means you should have been like the prime candidate. And then she tells me, but you are meditating and you are going to therapy. She says, that's what I would suggest that you do. So keep doing those things. And when you start to feel better, give us a call and you can be in our study. I'm like, are you telling me I'm too stressed out for your stress study? What the See, that's fuck? Why, are you serious? That's why I was laughing when you said so, kind of. Right. So I was so bummed. But I was like, you know what? I can still do this. I can still do the meditations at night. Yeah. And I can still journal. And so I that's how I started. Yeah. I, I mean, I had a little bit of background from doing the mindfulness classes. And I was starting to meditate a little bit and using some guided meditations. Yeah. So it kind of set me up to doing it on a regular basis and challenging myself. Meditation can overall improve your physical and mental well-being. And I believe that by adding a daily meditation practice to your life, This will reduce your anxiety, improve your blood pressure and heart rate. It promotes self-love, good health, and brings awareness to your mind, body, and soul. And regular practice empowers you to take control over your life. And if done regularly, can rewire your brain. Yes, yes, yes. What are some other benefits? Some benefits that I wrote down were it raises your vibration, lowers stress, it helps to focus, clears your mind. Helps you to relax, helps me sleep better, helps me to connect spiritually, live in the moment, find answers within, helps me to breathe better, which is important with my asthma. It also helps me to be in recovery. A lot of times, you know, stress is a trigger for a lot of addicts. So it helps me to, you know, calm my stress, which then in turn helps me to not go back to my addiction. It helps me also, a big one for me was it helped me get to a space of forgiveness. And I also found in meditation, I would find empathy and kindness. And for me, a big one was it settled my anger and helped me not to react. And self-discipline, that was a big one for me too. So I think all of those are benefits. And I actually have some articles I'm going to post and link to this episode today. And one of them was by a woman named B. Grace Bullock. She is a psychologist, a research scientist, a speaker, an educator, and the author of Mindful Relationships. And an article um, that I found online called Mindful. 
And one of the benefits she talks about is scientifically, they have proven that your breath actually does control your mood and your intention. So breath can help you to focus your attention and regulate your nervous system. They had these participants and when they were breathing rapidly, they were studying their brains and the activity in their amygdala, which is the part of your brain that is like your fight or flight. Mm -hmm. It was showing that it triggered anxiety, anger, and fear. And then when they took these participants and had them slow down their breathing, it was having the opposite effect. And it was managing their anxiety and their stress. And it was helping them to manage their thoughts, moods, and experiences. If you haven't had a chance to listen to our podcast on healing, we talked a lot about the benefits and the science that is behind meditation. Yep. I'm going to share something really fast. I wasn't planning on it, but I'm going to share it. So every two weeks I go in for a shot for asthma. Mm And I decided to use myself as a guinea pig because I have, like I've talked about in other podcasts, I like to actually experience this stuff. I don't believe what I read. I want to experience it. So I did a mindful meditation in my car and a breathing meditation. And I went upstairs and I had positive thoughts and I also did some imagery And I went in, and for the first time ever, I blew in the 80s. My lung functions were in the 80s. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I'm normally in the 60s or in the low 70s. It was awesome. So I just wanted to share that. That is awesome. (laughs) So there are many different types of meditations from different places all over the world. And I would recommend if you want to start this practice and you need some direction, a guided meditation is the way to go. You can even specifically find a topic that will go with your guided meditations. So say if it's anxiety, they have anxiety guided meditations and you can find so many of them on YouTube. Yeah. Pretty much any topic that you're struggling with or need help in, there's a meditation for it. Yep. So one of my favorite ones is the love and a love and kindness meditation. A meta meditation. meditation. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I think especially if I'm in a space where I'm feeling a little bit of animosity or negative patterns about myself. You want to know what? Check this out. This is so freaking awesome. I read this article where that same author, Grace Bullock, talked about how they have scientifically proven that love and kindness meditations can slow down your genes from aging. What? (laughs) It shows that cellular aging is often determined by these like telomere lengths So what they did is they assigned 176 adults between the ages of 35 and 64 with no prior meditation experience. And after six weeks, the average telomere length decreased in all three of these groups. And the three groups were like people that were doing different, three different types of meditation. I know it's absolutely insane. The fountain of youth. (laughs) Yeah, it's a really cool article. I'm going to post that one too because it's yes. super amazing. They That's just absolutely incredible. I know. I was shocked. I was like, that is so awesome. Just another reason to meditate. So if you are in your teenage years or early 20s, get on this right, right now. Yep. So one of the first meditations that I ever did was mantra. Malas are a great way 
to help teach you how to meditate because you can just take one bead at a time and go around. You can do this with a mantra like maybe I am enough, I am enough. You know, you go around the entire mala bead. By the time you get to the very end to the guru bead, the main bead, you've done it. Love it. Yeah. You know, I saw a public speaker who was really nervous. He was getting ready to go in front of like, you know, thousands of people. Mm -hmm. And he sat there and he did a mantra. And it was about, I am not, I do not fear public speaking. I do not fear public speaking. So he's using it as like an affirmation. Yeah. I love it. And he said it totally helps him before every time he goes on stage. Choosing a mantra can be specific to what you're looking for, just like choosing a topic for guided meditation. You've probably seen OM, O-M, which is really I am. Mm -hmm. Different vibrations and sounds can change your frequency. Speaking of sounds and frequencies, one of my favorite is 432HZ. Yes, which is also the same vibration as I am. It's the natural frequency of the universe. Which also happens to be the same frequency when you are meditating and you are in theta brainwave. Yeah. So those are some of my favorite meditations. You can actually just go into like iTunes and put in, you know, 432HZ and tons will pop up. I tell you what, you should check out some of those mantra meditations. They are beautiful they are and i posted one on our facebook sense of soul the other day because i swear it is just like heaven to my ears well that makes sense because they say sound is energy healing because it's the pure tone of the fundamental sound of nature like the vibration of nature a lot of awakenings and experiences within have come with after you've listened to those i would put earphones in and listen to these mantras just loved them and i would escape you were listening to it when you first started crocheting yes and you just had it on yeah And then it was like after you had listened to it for some amount of time, you found you were having these awakenings. Right. And then what they say is that if you do consistently listen to it, it can absolutely change your life. Yeah, I believe it. Sometimes I play it at night while I'm sleeping. So subconsciously, when I'm in sleep, I'm listening as well. Yeah. What are some other meditations? Breath awareness meditation. So some of those are like pranayama, which is alternative nostril breathing. There's also breathing as is, and then there's kundalini breathing. Right, like the breath of fire. Yeah, so I'm big on breathing meditations Mm -hmm. because of the science behind the fact that it helps you to calm, but also with my asthma, it's very important for me, and I feel like that's what's helping me feel healthier. Those are all from yoga. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what next, movement meditations. So there's tai chi which is mind-body practice that combines meditation. It has slow movement, deep breathing, and relaxation. I've taken Tai Chi Have you really? Yeah, no I way. Have. No, yeah, I did. <laughs> it's funny because I used to look at Tai Chi and yoga and think, oh my God, it looks so lame and so you know boring and easy. And let me just tell you, I went to a beginner's yoga class and it was so hard. It is. Not only did I not know how to breathe correctly, I also 
I was so sore the next day. And you have to be able to breathe correctly to get you, through some of those. Joints. You truly have to learn how to connect your mind, body, and soul. Yeah. Another one is just a walking meditation. Yeah. So instead of just sitting in your backyard, just going on a stroll and being mindful, mm-hmm. you know, you have to find what works for you. Some people don't like to sit still. Go on a walking meditation. Well, Thich Nhat Hanh does a walking meditation, or he did. Um, I don't think he does that anymore, but he used to do a morning meditation in Plum Village where he's Mm -hmm. at in Paris and he would invite everyone to join him every morning. It was his walk in the morning and it was a walking meditation. Maybe we'll have to start one of those. Yeah. Hilarious. In Aurora. Right. We won't, it won't be as pretty as Plum Village. No, but you know, do you ever just notice like the same guy or the same woman walking down the street I do. Just by themselves, not fast-paced walking or anything like that, not in their jogging outfit, not in nothing. That's what they're doing. Another movement meditation that I have not done, but I would love to eventually, is Qigong. And it combines meditation, dance, movement, and breathing exercises. Another one, Zen meditation. So Zen meditation is similar to mindfulness, but it has specific steps and more discipline. Yeah, Thich Nhat Hanh is like Zen master, is what he is. Transcendental meditation. It is a spiritual form of meditation where practitioners remain seated and breathe slowly. The goal is to transcend or to rise above the person's current state of being. And this is kind of just overall um, applied to a lot of the meditations. I mean, there are millions. Like astral travel, if you've heard that before, or if you've heard of um, lucid dreaming, just checking out of that physical body. And I mean, they even say that you can have sex in astral travel. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've heard of... I've, Wait, hold on. With who? Like some Like aliens? with somebody else. Yeah. No, with someone else that's astral tra- So I could have an affair on my husband and a dream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it was either a podcast or a YouTube or something. And someone was talking about how he did this astral travel. He actually hooked up with somebody else. What? and pulled his partner and his partner got pissed off i'm serious i swear i can't say i've ever so yeah you can find lucid dreaming guided meditations or astral travel ones or transcendence like online the akashic records first ones i've ever done was akashic records i didn't mean to like go hard from the beginning <laughs> And I was listening to like mantras that I had no idea was doing to me. And, you know, seriously, how weird is that? Yeah. No wonder why I had like this huge, like explosive awakening. Seriously. And I did it unknowingly. But yeah, the Akashic Records was super cool. It was a meditation where it brought me up this mountain. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I get to the top of the mountain and there's staircase. And I go up the staircase, and there's this long hall, these beautiful cathedral-like windows, you know, all the way down. And at the very end of it is this altar. And there's, like, a book on this altar. Oh. Right. All of a sudden, Archangel Gabriel was there. I asked him a few questions, and the book kind of flipped open, and we spoke about it. And then I turned around and I, I went down the mountain and I can still remember. This is probably, probably four years ago. Mm-hmm. And I still can see it perfectly and clearly. It sounds beautiful. There are thousands of different kinds. Yeah. Go out there. And if you find one and you don't like it, try another one. And yeah, try explore. another one. Explore. And it's fun. It's it fun is fun to explore. Yeah. 
Another thing, back then, Kinsley was a toddler. I had a dog that was a puppy that if I was going to implement a morning meditation that I was going to have to teach them to meditate as well with me. Children can be an amazing part of this and animals, elderly, adults, teens, anyone. Yeah. It can do this and it benefits all. They have amazing kids' meditations. It's basically just telling them a bedtime story and having them, you know, visualize their, um, I don't know, in a park and blowing a balloon, uh, you know, or blowing a cloud. So it's teaching them breathing techniques as well as imagery and how to just be still and present. And it's really exciting to see that some of these schools are implementing meditation into these districts for these children because it truly helps them to have coping mechanisms and focus and deal with stress and deal with anxiety and to be more present. I love it. To enhance your meditation experience, you can create a sacred space, maybe a small altar, a cute little Buddha, sage, essential oils, singing bowls, drums, meditation music, crystals and gemstones. Mm -hmm. We can do a crystal grid, maybe a plant, or have things that represent the different elements, like a waterfall. Yeah, as you were were saying this, I was thinking of a backyard, like sanctuary, with a little waterfall and like a a bird feeder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you can get a meditation eye mask or eye pillow. You could do a pillow or back jack. You might want to look into getting some comfortable wireless earphones. That will help. A wireless speaker for your guided meditations. Yeah, you can do it sitting. You can do it laying. Right, as long as your spine is straight. So, however, but you don't need any of those things. In fact, there's no right or wrong way to meditate. There's no perfect time or place. All that you need to be concerned about is that you're comfortable. If you're finding that you're having a hard time with your brain chatter... As your thoughts are coming in, just allow them. Just be the witness of the thoughts as they come in, though. The more you worry about them or the more you fight them or the more you're thinking about them, well, that's thinking. That's thoughts. That's actually going to bring you out of the stillness. So it's important just to allow the thoughts to come in. Notice them. Maybe see your thoughts as like clouds as they go by and just let them keep going. This will actually increase your presence put no demands on your experience no resistance no judgment find the i am lose the brain chatter of the i am this or i'm that or i suck at this Mm -hmm. or i can't do this and focus on just the i am you don't have to be great at it you just be i love how tiknak khan he always says be here and now this honestly does not require some complicated strategy it's really just the art of letting go So like Shanna said, having awareness, but then letting that cloud pass by and letting it go. Don't judge yourself because I've really judged myself. I'm like, I can't do this. The noise. I was trying to make this perfect environment. And you have to understand you don't need a perfect environment. So I, I had to embrace all the noise, the children downstairs, the dishes downstairs, and just make that be part of my meditation. I had to really make sure and not get discouraged. And I found that I was mostly getting discouraged when I had expectations. And Shanna knows this is one of my favorite phrases, but expectations equal future resentments. 
something I learned in A and I was doing that. I was sitting down with this expectation of what the meditation was supposed to make me feel like, what it was supposed to be like, what the surrounding environment was supposed to be like. And I realized then I found myself being annoyed and like this isn't working and then negative right. thought patterns and don't in. compare yourself to other people's experience because nope. we all receive energy differently and we talked a few episodes back about yeah. the clairs don't let someone else's experience intimidate you and this isn't just something that you're going to perfect so another one of my sayings practice not perfection and i can promise from my experience the more you practice it the less foreign it feels. So let's practice a meditation. If you don't want to do the meditation, just maybe fast forward through this. Otherwise, find a place wherever you are. And if you can just be still, don't drive probably and listen to this. (laughs) But if you can, um, close your eyes and let's begin. This is your time to settle in and let your mind and body begin to focus on the things that make you feel calm and relaxed. You can relax your body and when worrying thoughts come, you can breathe deeply and let the air push deep into your belly and then let go as you breathe out old air. Take in a slow and deep breath. These slow, deep breaths help you to relax and they help you feel safe and calm. Breathing in comfort and breathing in peace, you can relax your whole body, letting go, letting go. Let your body begin to settle into this place, supported by the earth beneath you, reminding yourself that for right now, you can be aware of the sound of the music, the sound of my voice, letting any sound that you hear from now on just relax you even further. You can begin to let go of your worries and of your thoughts, letting them come and go just like waves. Focus now on your toes, imagining that every nerve and muscle is softening in your toes and feet. While a warm, calming flow rises up into your calves, relaxing your knees, relaxing your thighs.
allowing your legs to feel like they're just melting into the place where you're now resting. And allow that river of comfort to flow upwards into your abdomen, breathing into that space and breathing out. And follow that energy as it flows up into your chest as you breathe in again imagining with each breath that you are becoming even more relaxed. Now releasing your shoulders, imagining a heavy load being lifted off of you. You feel lighter and freer and more relaxed. And now your arms become very heavy all the way down to your fingertips, more and more relaxed. And now allow that feeling of calm relaxation to soften your neck, your throat, and the muscles in your face. Imagine now that you are getting ready to go on a little vacation where your mind and body can let go and enjoy the moment. We will begin this vacation by finding a special place that is calming just for you. It may be a place that you know very well, or it may be a new place, but most importantly, this place lives in your imagination, so it is always available to you. Imagine looking off in the distance and seeing this special place. Looking down at your feet as you begin to walk bringing you closer and closer to this special place. Once you arrive there, notice where you choose to sit or lie. Let yourself find the right place to get comfortable. Look around. Notice the colors, the shapes of this place. Are you indoors or out in nature? Is there someone with you? Feel the air, see the colors, and breathe in your favorite smells. 
Just take in all that you love about your special place. As you settle in, you can remind yourself that you can help your mind go to this place of healing where you can let go all of your worries, where you have found a new ability to relax. You do have the power to relax your mind and body. As you do this, you will have a new tool you can use for the rest of your life to strengthen your ability to live with challenges in your life. Remember that when you remind your body to relax, it will obey as you breathe deeply, inviting each part of your body to release and relax. Here you will be able to cope with new challenges that come into your life with confidence and strength. And when you are ready to come back, know that you can always return to this special place whenever you may choose. So how did that feel, Mandy? <sighs> what were you experiencing? I was feeling like tingling all over. I almost felt like my foot was about to fall asleep. Yeah, I was, at first my mind was kind of wandering but I just brought awareness to my thoughts. Yeah. And that's so helpful for me in meditation. Right. And then I felt just like my body kind of letting go, like I was melting into this pillow I'm sitting on. Yeah, it was perfect. I loved it. I feel very relaxed. I feel like I could actually um, lay down and take a little bit of a nap. Right. Just very <laughs> relaxed. I challenge you to try meditation out for 21 days. Five minutes, half an hour, whatever you're lucky to get in. But do it for 21 days. They say 21 days creates a habit. It will make a difference. And then if it does, after 21 days, I would love, love to hear your story. Absolutely, me too, for sure. And just so our listeners know, we created a group off of our Facebook page. So if you go to our Facebook page, Sense of Soul, we did create a group called Sense of Soul Empaths. That's another place where we can really like talk and listen to um, your stories. And you could even share how this meditation made you feel. Yeah. And how the challenge works for you after 21 days. So now it is time for Break That Shit Down. Which, by the way, hilarious that one of Shanna's clients sent her a GIF <laughs> that was a... Uh, no. Wasn't it a Jeff? No, it wasn't a Jeff. She actually was watching the show. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. No way. RuPaul. She does 
the break that shit down. Yes. <laughs> she asked if I that's where we got it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, we didn't. I, something... RuPaul listening to our <laughs> podcast? Right? She got that from us. <laughs> so, um, we were doing an episode on PTSD, and I thought of BTSD. That's how I came up with it. Oh, how funny. I know. So, yeah. So, so it was RuPaul original. RuPaul copied us. <laughs> Her Break That Shit Down was on RuPaul's Drag Race show. And I guess it's a new show. She said it's her new favorite show. Yeah. I'll oh have God. to check it out. I was cracking up. I'm like, no, RuPaul copy me. So yeah. how are we going to break this shit down? I say, Mandy, everyone gift yourself some peace and quiet. Even if it's in the shower, even if it's in your car, even if it's on a walk during a lunch break at work. Don't be hard on yourself. Don't judge yourself. You can find them everywhere on iTunes, podcasts. There's books that have meditations in them. No one is restricted from this. Everyone can do it. Right. I remember I used to feel like it was absolutely impossible. But just remember, it is a practice, so it takes practice. Thank you guys for joining us today. We sincerely appreciate your support. Please review and rate. And if you'd like, you can now even donate at our website, www.mysenseofsoul.com. Yep. And next week, join us. We are going to talk about one of our favorite things, the chakras. The chakra system. Can't We're going to shock you when we talk to you about the chakras. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Bye.